Welcome to the Marketing for Startups podcast. If you're trying to figure out marketing for your startup, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, we go high level, looking at the intersection of branding, data, and leadership to offer you a marketing playbook to grow and scale. Join me each week for in-depth interviews, tactical advice, and practical trainings. Hi, I'm your host, Victoria Hajar, veteran marketer and startup enthusiast. I promise to bring my experience and curiosity to each episode. Then together, we'll peel back the onion on this ever-changing discipline that is marketing. I'm so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Marketing for Startups podcast. My name is Victoria Hajar. I'm so happy you're here talking all things marketing for startups. And this week, we're talking about team. But before we get into team and specifically how to get the most out of your team, I want to remind you that I have a ton of amazing resources for you to help you build your sales-focused marketing strategy, how to end your overwhelm in marketing, how to build a brand that gets people talking. All of these resources are for free on uh, our website, uglyventures.com. That's U-G-L-I. V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S backslash resources. And you can grab three guides, one specifically about building brand, one about building a sales-focused marketing strategy, and the third is about how to implement the one system in your marketing that's going to help alleviate overwhelm um, in your marketing. So those are three guides. They're totally free. I would love for you to check them out. But today we're talking about how do we get the most out of our team? And so I started thinking about this because this week I attended this seminar at my children's school and it was about the topic of how to get your kids to focus, right? So of course, like my kids need focus like everyone else's. And so I kind of went in there with an open mind thinking that I was going to hit on some new strategies. And as I was sitting, like listening to the presenter um, share some tips and tricks and sort of the psychology behind focus and all of this stuff, it reminded me, or it sort of hit me, that what we were being told in the seminar is exactly the same strategies that you would apply to yourself if you want to reach any kind of goal. And as we're going to talk about today, applies to your team. So just as we want our kids to focus at the task at hand because they're working towards, you know, doing their homework or getting good grades or being able to pass the exams. You know, same concepts apply to our teams when we're working towards a certain revenue goal or working towards our yearly or quarterly goals. And so I thought it'd be really interesting to sort of talk a little bit more deeply about how do we actually keep our teams focused and organized working towards the things that will actually move the needle. And as in this seminar for the children's focus, the two top takeaways is that uh, was that it was it's all about being extremely clear about what needs to get done and making sure that what needs to be executed is executed consistently. So as the leader of a team, how can you help anyone working in your business um, have the clarity that they need to make sure that they are working on the right things and that they're paying attention to the right results, the right metrics? And and how do we sort of, without micromanaging, making sure that they are consistently executing and getting the support that they need to be able to execute? So in in the case of the kids, which was so interesting, it was like, you know, talking a lot about homework time or talking a lot about, 
you know, listening, right? And with the example of the kids, you know, the the presenter was was saying how oftentimes we give very vague instructions to the kids, right? So for example, if you go tell your child to go clean their room, that is like an extremely vague um, directive, right? Because cleaning your room could mean a lot of different things um, to different people. It could mean, you know, making sure there's no clothes on the floor, or it could mean just like picking up one sock and putting in the hamper. It could be making sure your bed is made, making sure that your toys are put away. Like there's so many different aspects of how you could clean your room and what you could focus on in that room that they were saying it's really, really useful to be able to give specific instructions to tell your child what does clean the room look like for you, right? Because every person's different. Maybe you're totally happy if the beds are made and that's enough. Or maybe you want things like no dust, you can like eat off the floor kind of standards. Everyone has different standards. But this just like sparked me because oftentimes we do the same things with our team, right? We say things like grow the Instagram account, right? But we are not really clear what type of growth is going to be tied or significant in terms of the outcomes that we need. That's why it's so important as a leader to have this high level overview of what goals you're trying to achieve um, and then really break that down into the steps needed to achieve that goal. That's your job as a leader. You need to understand where you're going and a rough idea of how you're going to get there, right? And the specific tactics and the specific things that are done to get to those goals, that's something that your team as sort of topic experts in the thing that they execute should also help you to understand what are the exact tasks that need to happen to reach the goal. But there needs to, we need to come together and start with what are the standards, right? So if you say something like, I want to grow the Instagram account, well, you need to give a little bit more direction on what does growth mean? Does growth mean I want just to simply grow followers, right? That I want to just have a massive amount of followers so that we're speaking to, you know, having that brand awareness. Or maybe for you, the Instagram growth is really like, no, because the purpose of Instagram for me is to drive leads. So I want to be having a certain amount of traffic coming to our landing pages or our website each and every month. And you can understand that those two objectives are going to create different um, tasks for whomever is executing. So if you're just interest, interested in growth, uh, just growing followers, perhaps you're focused more on like viral content because you want things to kind of pop off organically and get reached that way. If you're really interested in getting or get, getting website tracking and kind of converting those followers into paying customers, then you're going to share a lot. The, the type of content you're going to share is quite different because then you're going to be focusing on what kind of content can I share that's going to attract people to click through the link in, in my bio to get to the website, either to go to a lead magnet or go to an article or something like that. So the, the objectives that you have affect what the tasks that are done will be. <clears throat> and so it's really, really important for you to be clear on what you're trying to achieve, right? And to build a plan in conjunction with 
whomever is working on your team and, and make sure that they understand <clears throat> the strategy that they put in place for their social media plan, for example, is in line with what your overall objectives are. And oftentimes, like, we just simply hire people and expect them to kind of read our minds and understand what the business needs. And one thing that I say over and over again with team, especially if you are this six figure founder who has a small team, you're driving most of, of your team on your own. At this point, you probably don't have a leadership team. You don't have a marketing director. You don't have a sales director maybe at this point. So you need to be the one that's leading your team and guiding them um, in the direction that they need to go in order to reach your business goals. So clarity is incredibly important, just like cleaning the room for your kids maybe doesn't make a ton of sense and you have to break it down into steps of what needs to get done. It's, this, it's the same with your teams, right? You don't want to give them these vague object, uh, objectives because with vague objectives, you're going to get very vague results. And it's not because your social media manager, for example, can't achieve uh, success. It's the fact that they don't really know what they're aiming for, right? You need to give them those guidelines in order to help them be successful. So clarity is incredibly important. <clears throat> the other thing that we talked about in the kid, how to get kids to focus seminar was about the importance of consistency. Consistency is incredible for children's learning, right? But it also provides a, an environment where you set the standards. So our team, just like our kids, you know, if they are unsure of what's going to happen at a certain time, they, they're confused. <clears throat> so in the example of kids, you know, in the seminar, they said how important it is to have like a set time to do homework in a set environment, right? That there are maybe certain rewards that you give for doing uh, their work well, you know, that they have a routine that they can expect because if they don't have that predictable routine, their behavior is going to reflect this uncertainty. And so it's going to be difficult to get them to kind of focus and get their work done. It's the same with your team. And I see this a lot as, as founders, you know, as parents, like we're very, very busy. Things come up all the time that are unexpected. And one thing that I know for sure deflates your team quicker than anything else is when you are constantly changing meeting times or you don't have a consistent agenda for your meetings and you're not checking your scorecard or your metrics or your results consistently. When you're not um, kind of doing these benchmark things consistently, your team, just like the kids, like they are, they're, A, it gives them more room to sort of like not take everything as seriously. So metrics, if you say that the metrics are important and you want to be measuring the metrics, but then you forget one month and then, you know, you, you go really hard for like two weeks and then you forget for three weeks, your team is going to also spend less attention looking at those metrics, right? You need to be the example. The same is with the meeting. If you don't take the meeting time seriously, your team also won't. So they won't feel as uh, inclined to make sure that they're, their calendar is clear, right? They may um, schedule other things during your weekly meeting time, during your weekly scorecard review time, right? Or 
they kind of tune out because they're they're not really like at attention at the meetings because they know that you know you're kind of scatterbrained maybe you won't even get to answering the questions or digging into any of the results so you need to set the standards consistently showing up consistently showing up at a meeting consistently having an agenda so your team knows what to prepare and they come prepared and you set the standards so if they don't come prepared they understand that that's not acceptable and next time they better come prepared or else maybe they're not the right person for the job, right? You need your team to take what they're doing incredibly seriously because you don't have the bandwidth to sort of strong arm every person on your team to do the best job that they that they can. And so when you show up, like taking your job seriously as a leader, taking their jobs as seriously as team members, then they will take their job more seriously. They will show up more fully. They will give you more of them. So consistency is just incredibly important. And I, I see this a lot with founders that I've worked with that for even for me as a consultant, like don't show up to meetings and like you're paying me like the only one losing here is you, right? You have to take your commitment seriously. No one is going to take your business and the success and the growth and reading and meeting your goals more seriously than you, period. It doesn't matter how much you're paying people or how uh, good they are. You are the one that needs to be the captain of the ship and set the standards. If you, if you show how much you care and how seriously you take everything that you pay for in your business, it means every team member, every piece of software tool, um, every place that you spend your time, which is also that hugely valuable resource, you need to take it all very seriously because that seriousness is, will be reflected. It will reverberate through your entire team. doesn't mean that you have to be like boring and super strict and like very scary to everyone, but you have to set the standard, right? Because they're not going to set it for you. They're definitely not going to set it for you. And so when it comes to, even if you're not like a super organized person in your personal life, Make sure that when it comes to your team, you keep your promises. Absolutely. You show up when you say you're going to show up and that you uh, follow through in doing what you said that you were going to do when you were together, right? Keeping a consistent um, meeting agenda is so important because you're not going to waste your time. You're not going to waste their time. Take people's time very seriously, okay? And take your own time very seriously. This is how you're going to build the momentum you also are building trust, right? Because your team knows what to expect from you. You don't show up differently every single time. You don't show your team that you're a mess and disorganized and forgetting things. Yes, it's fine to be human, but just like the teacher in the classroom, they're not going to show the kids what a mess and disorganized or that they don't pay attention and, oh, they're not, you know, she's not checking the homework or she said she was going to give us the test and they she didn't give us the test. You know, it's, it's the same as a leader of your team, right? You need to be the responsible person. You need to be like that parent figure, that leader, that boss. You need to show up like that because when you do, everyone that's working for you, honestly, it's it's not a burden to them. It is, it's a situation that makes them feel more safe because they know what to expect when they're on the meeting with you and they know how they need to show up in order to do a good job. Everyone wants to do a good job. But when it's really ambiguous, like what those targets are, what, you know, 
what does success look like in their role for them, um, you know, they're going to try less because they don't really even know where the goalposts are, right? And so you're just not going to get the most out of, of your team. And that's when team kind of just like does the bare minimum, skirts by, um, and you just don't get all of the creative juice, all of the power, all of the all that you can from your team. And it's a waste of money in the end, right? Every dime that you spend on your people will be maximized by the amount of clarity you apply to that position and the targets and what that person should be doing and the level of consistent consistency you show up and interact with that individual. So they know exactly what they should be doing and how they should be showing up for you. So there's a, there's a lot here. I mean, I think that, um, I loved this, this correlation between the kids and the team because for the kids, it made so much sense. The, the room thing really hit me because I was like, always I'm yelling at my kids to clean their room, but it's true. Like, does my five-year-old even understand what it means to clean the room? Um, but it's just the same as my social media manager being like, we need growth on our socials. And in the end, like, is there a story there for this social media manager on how that's going to affect our bottom line? Because you know, hit, you know, slamming on the latest trend just to grow, 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 and because that's their KPIs and that's what they're working towards. Maybe it's not in line with the brand and maybe it's not in line with the bigger mission of the company, right? Maybe it's not in line with really what you should be using those socials for. That's why, again, applying that high-level strategy, that high-level thinking as the leader and then delivering that to the team, right? that high level business goals and objectives, it's not your team's job to give that to you. It's your job to give it to them. And then they are there to show you how they're going to reach the goals that you've set for the company. And that's where their experience and their creativity comes in. So I hope that this helped you because I think, um, or at least got you thinking a little bit differently about maybe some team members that you have working for you now. And I hope you've realized maybe some areas of improvement in terms of how clear you are on their role and the objectives that they have, right? And if there's one thing you can take away from this, and I've honestly, I've worked, right, as a consultant inside dozens and dozens of businesses around the world. I've worked with tons of interns, tons of freelancers, subcontractors, other consultants. And I can tell you this, like the more serious and the more focused the founder is, the easier it is for all of us to do our jobs. And so remember that you're not, it's not annoying for you to have your team who's maybe, you know, they're not employees, but they're freelancers or whatever, come together for a weekly meeting, right? I see so many founders who are doing individual communication with each one of these uh, independent contractors to accommodate their time. But that is so inefficient, right? And there's such a different sense of, of kind of seriousness that comes with, you know, you show up for your weekly meeting, here's the agenda, my time is very important, I cannot be um, running around chasing everyone and communicating in between everyone for you guys, right? Clarity, consistency. So uh, I hope this sparks some things for you and get, you know, get clear with your team and step into that role as leader and CEO, really because it takes that level of seriousness and commitment from you to get what you need from the team to or in order to grow your business and increase that revenue, which I know, I know that you want to do. Um, 
All right. Well, I can't wait to see you back here next week for the, the next installment of the Marketing for Startups podcast. And I'll see you then. You did it. You made it to the end of the episodes. Thanks for sticking around with me and listening all the way to the end. I really appreciate you as an audience member, and I hope that you found this helpful. If you did like this episode, it would mean so, so much to me if you subscribed, if you rate and review this podcast. It helps other people know that this podcast has something worth saying. It also would be super awesome if you could take a screenshot and share on Instagram and tag me at Ugly Ventures, U-G-L-I Ventures, V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S. I am always so appreciative to hear from you, and I hope to see you back here next week on the Marketing for Startups podcast.